0: Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aide, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alter Call. This week, we'll be talking about Love is Blind, episodes five to seven. Hi, Aide. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Do you want to share the good news? Um,
0: we have a premiere date for Married at First Sight. Finally. <laughs> Just to make sure that it was real, I went into my DVR to see scheduled recordings. And honestly, the premiere wasn't there because they apparently are having a matchmaking special and a kickoff special before that, um, which we will not be covering. But uh, we'll be back.
1: <laughs> Is the this start- on the same day or the week before or something? It's a, it starts this week. Starts this week.
0: On this, what? (laughs) And then next week is the kickoff special. And then the week after that is the actual show.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I don't, where are your expectations for this season? Um,
0: I think my expectations are high. I think it won't be that difficult to be better than last season, but... (laughs) This is maths, so I feel like my expectations are high. What are your expectations?
1: Trepidation is the best way I can describe it. Like I really, really want it to be good. I'm glad that we got a break, so it gives us time to appreciate it. But the fact that their selling points is that someone does not make it down the aisle, makes me so wary. And so we're down to four couples and we know what it is when couples are missing. That means they have to fill up time so that makes me wary too, and the lack of diversity is uh, is a choice. Sorry, I, I, and I know that we have one interracial couple, but I just I, I don't know the direction they're going with this, and I'm just hoping for the best. With this, I is- am very curious as to the length of the episodes. Are we going back to two hours? Are we sticking to the one hour 30? Are they going to do what they did where they extended the season to 2032? We don't know. It's interesting because remember last time the People article had all these things about
0: the length of the episode. I guess they screwed (laughs) it up so bad that they didn't do that this time.
1: (laughs) So we don't know
0: from the People article how long the episodes are going to (laughs) be.
1: So we'll see. But either way, we got a date. We're excited. We're going to go back to maths. It's been a while and looking forward to it. I just hope, you know, people find love.
0: Um, or if they can't find love, they need to be entertaining, which is where I think this uh, season of Love is Blind is going. Um, so do you have any social media updates?
1: Yeah, I do. Um. Call of me surprised when Alexis from San Diego put out that she was retiring from the Navy. And I'm like, oh my God, is my memory so bad that I don't remember she was in the Navy? So I'm looking through the comments and everyone's like, oh, I watched the whole season on MAPS and I didn't even know you were in the Navy. And then someone was like, oh, I knew you were in the Navy. I suspected you were in the military somehow because her caption said something like, remember when I said my job was really stressful? And then I realized I actually didn't know what she did. But, yeah, she was in the Navy and is now leaving the Navy and coming over to join us in civilian life.
0: My jaw's is on the floor. I mean, we should have expected someone from the military in San Diego. It's a big military city. Mm-hmm. But, no, I, I'm really confused as to how you could be active duty and shoot a reality TV show. And I wonder if she was active duty or maybe the reserves and that's why she could do it.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, she posted a bunch of like, you know, pictures from her past and her coworkers and stuff, and I was like, "Wow, wow, wow. That was a surprise. And it, I think things like this remind you of the power of editing, just like you think you know, but you have no idea
0: Because <laughs> you're right because I'm now racking my brain like <laughs> when did she say what she did?
1: She mentioned what she did for work though. Maybe she mentioned Justin Fields, because I just remember the brunch fight. She was like, I just worked so hard during the week, and then during the weekend, I just wanted to de-stress. But I don't know. She took off that much time to film, so I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> last week, I told you guys that it looks like Katina and Olajuwon are together. It's confirmed they are in Mexico on vacation, I think I saw someone um, say a Maps fan, I think it was just a comment or something, I can't remember which, where they said, maybe they're not commenting, but maybe they just like taking vacations together. <laughs> that made me laugh, I don't know why. But um, yeah, you'd be surprised the number of people that are rooting for them actually to still be together. So. I, I'm not among them. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Gina is moving out of her condo. I think we know that Clint moved out some time ago. I think Nicole was yes, in the same
0: apartment, apartment as <laughs> Nicole and Chris.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Gina is moving out. I don't know where she's moving to. I wonder if she's moving in with her boyfriend that Nicole told us who she's dating. So, or she's just moving out, but she was like, thanks for the memories. Um, AJ from Philadelphia has a book on Amazon you know he's a he was a recruiter or career consultant something in that arena or something like that so his book is called How to Not Get Hired I think it's just a tongue in cheek title and stuff like that but if you want to support him it is available on Amazon I actually saw this on Stephanie's stories not his so oh yeah
0: and he doesn't post very much does he like he leaves it to her right he
1: does. His content can be uh, jarring, so I tend to skip it. Okay. That's all I got to say. So, yeah. Um, Rachel from Houston. She's still traveling. She's in Scotland. That looked fun. I think she's back, but at the time that I was checking, she was in Scotland. And finally, it looks like Zach from Houston may have a new boo. He did a hard launch. Well, I was gonna say soft launch because we saw the back of her head. They went to Vegas, but her profile's open and you can see what she looks like. But then he posted some more pictures with her face and everything, so she cute. But looks like he has a new boo. He didn't officially like say it, but he inferred that he has okay. A new boo. Yeah, it's been a and few years. Good for him. Yeah, it has. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. It seems like people are pretty quiet. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Okay. So, before we get into these most recent episodes of Love Is Blind, as we were talking about the premiere, we're very excited that the show is coming back. Basically, I have some stuff going on, so we will continue our coverage, but it will the episodes will be coming out probably a little later than you guys are used to here and there, not all the time. But we will have episodes rest assured. Yes.
1: So just stay subscribed and you will always know when the new episode has dropped.
0: Yes. Subscribe. All right, guys, we'll be right back to talk about love is blind. Life doesn't happen biweekly. So why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with earn in earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to a hundred dollars per day are up to $750 per pay period. Just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from EarnIn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation.
1: Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in Altacall on the podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's Altacall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings location, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com TOS for details. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC.
0: And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTRACALLMAFFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A L T A R C A L L M A F S for
1: 15% off today. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocall M-A-F-S.
0: You guys know I don't drink very much.
1: Eight thoughts.
0: Ah, I love being right. Um, <laughs> if we're looking for true love this season, I don't think we're going to find it. But these people sure are creating a pretty good show as they go down.
1: Hmm. What do you think? I mean, uh, I think I disagree. I mean, I was watching they're they their, 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 their they're drama crumbing us. I'm trying to find the equivalent of love crumbs when you throw crumbs because as I was watching, a lot of my comments were like, I am so bored. Like we're literally watching people argue about what swim trunks to wear, what not to wear. Oh, I like this. And it's just boring to me until then they sprinkle the drama at the end to keep you. But overall, I just think it's not riveting. Okay. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't call it riveting, but I would call it entertaining. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, this is hitting too close to maps for me. And I I don't know, I'm scared. Because first of all, they answered a bunch of questions. First, uh, we were asking, are they going to move on with just three couples? You were right about that. You were like, I don't think they're adding more couples. In fact, we lost a couple. <laughs> 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 so, um, there's that. And... I'm like, okay, so, and I'm just so, I'm so baffled by that choice. Like, we know there are people, we know there was a bunch of people they showed us, you're telling me they did not make a connection, they just decided we're going to go with three? That is such a huge risk. We saw it in Ultimatum, we're seeing it now in maps. people are going to drop out, why wouldn't you want to pat them up with couples, because now we're left with filler content. So I don't know. I don't I don't know what's happening, but it's scaring me. Apparently, um some
0: internet sleuths helped us discover that there was a fourth couple that went on a honeymoon.
1: Okay, and why then would they, they choose to cut them out?
0: It's good question. Good question. But that is I mean they were they even had photographic evidence um of this other couple being at the honeymoon, but yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's a choice. It was a bad we'll see how it plays out. But from our from our view, this seems like a bad choice to only go ahead with three couples.
1: Yeah. Um, the other question that was answered was I think we asked if the producers knew uh, the whole Uche alia thing and all that kind of stuff. And there was a people article with the producer Chris Colin, and he said they did not know that they had dated. And they listen to a bunch of stuff. If you watch Unreal, it'll make sense how they just have eyes and ears on a bunch of people and someone picked it up and they heard that they dated each other and they didn't want to, they still want to participate in the experiment. And they told them, and I quote, we never police them, but in this case, we kind of had to (laughs) and told them that they can stay as long as they didn't tell anybody else that, you know, they had dated before. And again, I wonder about this NDAs because Uche is commenting on people's, co- on people's, you know, comments on Instagram. Oh, what's he say? He said something like, and the part where producers cut out the part where I told Aaliyah that I couldn't say anything because the producers told me not to. Okay. Oh, whatever. And then, so anyways, um, but yeah, so I guess we got our question answered that they did play a part. Um, in that and then the last question that we had was did Lydia know that he was applying for the show and I'm gonna say we semi know because it depends on if you believe or not you know where I stand I think she knew so (laughs) yeah so we kick it off talking of these
0: crew with basically Uche where we left it with Uche's sitting in the interview room and they're like, do you want to talk to Aaliyah? And we'll call her right now. And so they call Aaliyah and these two have a conversation.
1: So... Did you think that Aaliyah owed him a conversation? Like when he... Like the way she left, did she owe him an explanation or something before she left? Oh is a
0: very strong word. Um... (laughs)
1: I Do I think she
0: should have had a conversation? Yes. I don't think she owed him a conversation.
1: Okay. Yeah. I agree. I think she should have said something. A note. A telegram. A text message. Something. I think she should have left something instead of just Irish goodbyeing him.
0: I, I don't know if he was deserved an explanation, but... Yeah, I think she should have.
1: I don't realize that. I think he is, he's a terrible person, but she claimed she loved him and all of the things and all of the things. And the last conversation they had, they were good. He didn't know he had. she had a conversation with Lydia.
0: She. I think at minimum she should have left a letter. Yeah. If she couldn't handle a conversation, she should have left a letter. But what I was shocked by is He's like, where are you? And she's like, I'm home through tears. There was too much crying for me. During this conversation, I was like, this is too much crying for me, Aaliyah. Please stop it. (laughs) I'm home right now. (laughs) I I wasn't into it. (laughs) Um, He's like, so why did you leave? And she said that she and Lydia, I couldn't tell if they had a conversation or an altercation.
1: Both. It was a heated conversation. And I, again, and my notes, said, why are they hiding these conversations from us?
0: <laughs> There's no way that conversation wasn't on camera. Yes. I also found it very interesting, and this will be true throughout all the episodes, Lydia never is in interview having to talk about this. We never get Lydia's side of, of any of the stories that are being
1: told. I, and I just want to point out, and I, so I don't beat a dead horse, my real issue with... LIB this season is just the production. I think probably because I started listening to a reality TV show podcast that's done by producers and they always give insight into how it should be done and continuation and things like that and developing a story. So there's some little things where I'm just like, this is just bad. Like, again, I can even forgive like the three couples or whatever, if you can fill it up with stuff. But if there are things like this, like these that happen, why wouldn't you give us the altercation? Why wouldn't you show us the conversation? Like, I, I, I don't understand. Things happening that are essential to the storyline. Exactly.
0: I don't. I don't think Aliyah's a liar. I think that there was an, a, a conversation, heated conversation. But I would love to hear what Lydia's perspective of the heated conversation is.
1: Yeah. I agree because like, for example, if they didn't show us that conversation where um, Lydia was trying to tell Aaliyah, I know your man and you don't, Aaliyah could have told us that story and said, I told her to stop, but she didn't. But like, I like the way you described it last week where you were like, she said it once rather like timidly. And then she didn't tell her to stop again. But the way the story would have been told to us would have been like, well, I told her to stop, but she kept, and she insisted, and she kept going and all. And it's a difference when you watch it and see how it played out versus when there's a narrative that you don't even know what is true or what is not.
0: hmm So Uche and Aaliyah have this conversation. He's up. I, I want to say he's upset, but he doesn't emote very well. So it just sounds like he's berating her for being a bad child and running
1: away. You know, that motherfucker must have lost his ever-loving mind. I would have hung up on him in a second because, I mean, I guess you could call it emote very well, but absolutely, he was yelling at her. He was lecturing her. He was not being sympathetic at all. Like, again, she's the one who has to live with your ex. Like, do you know what that feels like when you're not sure she hasn't met you? This person has met you. This person is trying to lord it over you that they know this, they know that. And they don't know what to do with all of that feelings. Like at least come from a place of sympathy and then you can express your frustration. But he was not allowing room for that. And he was just just vomiting all of his emotions on her through lecture.
0: Uh, It was. It was not a productive conversation. I think it ended
1: badly. Did someone hung up on somebody? I don't remember. It just okay. (laughs) Maybe ended abruptly or something.
0: But yeah, there was a lot of crying from her throughout. She's a very fearful person. Yes, yes,
1: very. Like she was just ruled by her fears. I was gonna mention that when they met later. Like, and it's always visible. Like you can literally see her being scared. But I'm just like, life is weird because the juxtaposition of seeing Uche and Aaliyah having this conversation and Lydia is just living her best life, getting engaged, (laughs) not a care in the world, (laughs) um, was kind of hilarious to me. And I'm just like, how is Milton very unbothered by everything going on? Is this where being 24 pays off?
0: Well, let's talk about him being 24. So when Lydia and Milton first meet, all they talk about is how he's 24 and she's 30. I was guessing because I'm like, she is 30, right? Yes, she is 30. That's six years, which is, I will admit the difference between 24 and 30 is quite large, but they don't seem to talk about anything else for days. (laughs) Every conversation, it reminded me of Jessica and Mark. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you're 24. Oh, it's cause you're him with her. It's because you're old. Oh, with her. oh, it's because you're young. Do I look 24? Oh, my mustache. Like I it was not riveting, I will say that.
1: hmm It was not. They can't.
0: So they go on these honeymoons, which it felt like almost nothing happened on the honeymoons besides JP and Taylor.
1: I'm going to categorically say that this was the most boring honeymoon that we've ever had on all of the seasons. Like, I don't want to like, be crazy, but I'm like, did they even? They didn't even all meet up with each other. <laughs> they did <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> okay, but they didn't do like the usuals. It, this was also the fastest honeymoon. Before I knew, it, they were packing their bags and headed home. <laughs> so, um. <laughs>
0: Let's just talk about the only thing that actually happened on the
1: honeymoon. Well, I, just just to set up before that, like a couple of, sorry, I have a couple of things before that. Maybe. Go ahead. Stacy seems surprised that she likes Izzy. I don't know if you got that feeling. I
0: I probably was too busy being focused on the fact that I don't like Stacy. but go ahead. <laughs> really?
1: What don't you like about her?
0: Her vibes are off. And I know that that's very unspecific, but everything she says and does just confirms my kind of dislike of her.
1: Okay. (laughs) I mean, I can see that. And honestly, I think that's allowed. Sometimes you just don't like people. You don't have to have a tangible reason. Nobody said you had to be rational. You just don't. And that's what it is. Um, To your point, we're literally listening to a conversation with Lydia and Milton talking about small ears and big mouths and things and all that. And then she said she looks his age, that he looks 24 and she can't get past it. But I'm like, is she saying she's not attracted to him? Their body language reads attracted. Their words don't seem like, no, he's attracted to her. But she doesn't seem like she's attracted when she talks about him. But when they're around each other, they seem to be attracted to each other. What was your read on that?
0: I was so confused because, like I said, everything was about the age. I wonder sometimes if they liked each other, to be honest. Um, (laughs) um, As far as attraction goes, they were all over each other, so I just assumed they were attracted. But I just felt like every conversation was about age. Every single one.
1: Yeah. He seems annoyed by her. But (laughs) Milton... Who wouldn't? But Milton still seems detached to me. So I don't know. Maybe that's the disconnect I'm seeing. It's just like he just feels like I'm here, but my, my my spirit isn't in another place. That is an interesting point you make because I feel
0: like Milton acts like they're just having a good old time. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that's why we don't see them have any like serious conversations or even the conversations that are supposed to be serious still sound like they're just joking about how he's 24 and she's 30. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I your detachment of Milton, yes, I, I did notice that. But I think I took it to mean that like they're just not serious.
1: Yeah. Stacy isn't that doesn't seem to be a fan of Milton either. I think she described him as like you just say glove me. And that he doesn't really have anything going on, really. And I was like, Oh, that's something. But okay. Um, yeah, we can get into <clears throat> Taylor and JP. So Taylor and JP start their
0: honeymoon. They kind of had a, a, a bit of an awkward meetup, but they were couple number one. I said before, if this is couple number one, we are in trouble this season because couple number one is supposed to be the A plus couple, mm-hmm. um, at least in all other formats or all other seasons of Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. So we see Taylor telling JP, you don't really talk to me. Uh, after we've sat in the pods and talked and talked and talked, uh, you don't really talk to me and I'm going to need more of the talking. And this man has the audacity to just be like, I don't really have anything to say. Uh, Maybe you should do the talking. He just seems like a real thumb of a person.
1: Yeah. And she expressed, I mean, from the beginning, she expressed how she was worried about their first meet and how they didn't have anything to say. She said that once. She said that twice. And if your wife is expressing concern to you, how do you have nothing, absolutely nothing to say, considering you're the one not contributing to the conversation? Like, that was like a, how do you even solve that problem?
0: She tried to make it a we problem, and he was like, no, this is just your problem, not my problem. Nope, nope. <laughs> no action required on my part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we saw a little bit of maths when they all met up on the beach and the other two couples were all, like, handsy-feely and they weren't. And then that heightened her insecurity even more.
0: I must say throughout this whole thing, I just liked Taylor. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for her because I felt like she was like, this is just not what it was like in the pods. Like, how can yeah. we get back to that? But I think she knew pretty soon that they were never going to get back to that.
1: Yeah, I think when Stacy asked her, what do you like about or, what did you like about him in the pods? She could not describe what it was that she liked about him. You know, she just said, I felt safe when we're in the pods. And if I recall her intro... I think maybe she was just like, maybe she suffers from insecurity and he offered some kind of haven and she was just so happy to be accepted by someone. And that was the only thing, but you can't hinge something as heavy as a relationship on just one thing. There has to be a cumulative list of things that work for you guys, because I just found it very interesting that she could not list what it is that she liked about him. Yep. Um, yeah, and I I didn't, I didn't appreciate, like you said, him pushing it on her. Like he kept saying, as soon as we got here, you wanted to leave anyways. And I'm like, you're the one not talking. Like, why would she not want to leave when you are not participating in the relationship? His, um, his words weren't matching what he was doing because throughout he kept saying, I'm scared you're gonna leave me. I'm scared you're gonna leave me. Don't leave me, just be patient, give me a chance. But then he was doing nothing about it to make her not leave.
0: Which I I really don't understand that, but I, I think it's, I actually couldn't figure out what he wanted. So yes. to cap off their wonderful vacation experience, She once again is like, okay, what is the deal here? And his answer is, our problem is that when you came out, you had all this makeup on and you were fake and I wasn't attracted to all of your makeup. Which they had an awkward interaction when they met about her fake eyelashes. She's like, oh, my eyelashes are fake. And he's like, I know. (laughs) So there was definitely some, like, I would say some... some. I want to say premonition, but that's not the word. I can't remember. What the, foreshadowing. There was foreshadowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as that conversation continues, he just keeps on talking nonsense about he doesn't like her with all the makeup. And when he met her and she had all the makeup on, he then wasn't. I didn't, he didn't say the word not attracted. He just beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. I wasn't into it. It changed everything for me. She's like, but we've been together for a few days now where I've not been all dressed up like that. So what's the problem? And he just continued with his nonsense. I, for one, don't think the makeup had anything to do with anything. I think this man was looking for a way to break up with her and that's what he picked.
1: What could it be though? But no, I absolutely agree, sorry. (laughs) I absolutely agree because he was very inconsistent. He said, I was wondering, I didn't know if this was an everyday thing. What did you think? You're coming on a reality show, you're having a big reveal, You think that she's just going to show up in 2023 all barefaced? Like, she is going to have makeup. Why would you come on a show where you don't know what the person looks like if you're going to have an issue with what the person looks like? It didn't make any sense. Then he said, "Um, I didn't know if this was an everyday thing. And then she made that point of, I've only won it like once. So what is the problem? Because now you find out that it's not an everyday thing. And then you have the audacity to tell her, well, just don't wear any makeup. But like you said, she handled everything so well because she said, no, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. You're not gonna tell me what you wanna do. But I, I it's, it's very confusing. Very, very, very confusing. Nothing adds, the math ain't mathing. I just believe
0: that he wasn't attracted to her when he saw her, but he did probably like her because they've been in the pods and he was just looking for a way out. And instead of, I don't know, trying to pick something else he just went with that and it was really odd super super odd he looked weird his facial expressions are very bizarre to me um he like doesn't really he has like a smirk kind of i don't know what it is yeah once again not really much emoting or ability to express any emotions um but after this lovely conversation she says she's gonna go sleep elsewhere (laughs) it's like you guys are done um, and they were basically done.
1: Pretty much. Which I, I think, think she was the did, best for her. Yes, she absolutely did the right thing. Um, because he was rude to her in that conversation because he kept saying, I don't care. I don't care what you do. Like, he's not going to change. He said what he needs to say. And that conversation was very frustrating because she he kept saying, you don't want to move on from that awkward first night. And she goes, no. I've moved on, but it's the same thing, day two, day three, day four. So it's consistent at this point. And it was like talking to a brick wall. So there's really nothing else that she could have done. But again, if you care so much what people look like, do not go on these shows. One plus one is two, I promise. (laughs) Like, Just avoid it and don't hurt somebody else's feelings. Like, she Nicole... even had the
0: kindness not even to say, all you wear is like flag gear, which is the weirdest thing in the world. And <laughs> you want to sit here and judge me because of makeup?
1: <laughs> I feel like Nicole had the best attitude when we spoke with her. And she was like, she was just like, whoever came, I was more interested in like how they treated me and made them feel their heart and all that kind of stuff. That's the kind of attitude. If you don't have that attitude, like it's not even a judgment. Like, looks matter. Just stay away. But. I don't know. I don't know if Vanessa is going to be able to get this out of him at the reunion, but I don't know if we're ever going to know what the real reason is.
0: I'm going to go with not attracted or incapable of sustaining a relationship and thinking that coming on love is blind would somehow teach you the skills to maintain a relationship, which I don't think it can do.
1: Like, even if you weren't attracted, you could not maintain a conversation with another human. For four days?
0: You'd be surprised how many people are out there in the world who can't do it.
1: Oy, it's, uh, uh, that is something. Yeah, so that was the big thing that happened. The only other thing that really threw me off that I thought was a mistake was Stacy kept calling Izzy Daddy. I thought it was an error, but I heard it twice, then three times. Then I'm like, oh, it's a thing. And uh, that was icky to me.
0: I'm glad I missed this. It would have just given me one more reason not to like her.
1: <laughs> oh, and um, I was glad when they were arguing about what to wear. When Lydia was trying to tell Milton what to wear, and I'm glad he stood his ground because I don't, I don't know what Lydia was trying to get at, but it was annoying. Okay, so we will take a break and come back to them back in Houston. And we are back. Um, Did you recognize the apartment? No. Should I have? No, I'm just, that's usually your thing. I just didn't know if they used the same ones that they used um, during Houston. I kept saying, oh, it looked like when Jose locked Rachel out. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm just wanting it to be that. But I I couldn't tell.
0: Okay. I should have done research on that because now I'm curious. (laughs) Um, I can't you know what it was though they kept on going to restaurants and I keep on trying to be like do I know which restaurant that is never did not a single one
1: (laughs) they even put the name of the apartment I don't know what it is I was just like oh I'm sure Aid has it but we'll find out next time um we start with Milton and Milton and Lydia they go to his place and no, they're sitting together talking about moving in, and then they go to his place, and he's sitting on the. Milton is six seven, by the way, guys. Like he's really tall, and he's sitting on the countertop, which Lydia does not like for some reason. Do you think it's gross to sit on your countertop?
0: No, I mean I don't think you should because there's chairs, <laughs> but I, I like I. Uh, this is just another opportunity for her to be like you're twenty four sitting on the countertop. Oh my god, you're so young. <laughs>
1: Um speaking of age, honestly nothing truly showed Milt's age more than when his roommate showed up. And it's not because he had a roommate, it was just the vibe of both of them. They just really were twenty four. <laughs> In in, in that moment At some point I think they even dapped each other For something but His roommate was like he's ready for marriage The way he talks about you That he presents himself As the jokester But he's really deep and all that stuff And I know it's weird But even more I'm beginning to think That Milton has a lot of unresolved stuff That he's not facing And I, I don't know I have no actual proof or whatever But um we talk about Stacy and Izzy move on and in their apartment and Stacy is bringing up money. Stacy shows Izzy her house, which I think was nice. It was a nice house. It was a nice house. I was like Stacy got bank. We saw Stacy's Mercedes. <laughs> and I don't know if it was in my mind, but Izzy's facial expression <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> but Apparently he's agreed to move in with her and they're talking about the neighborhood and the garage and all that stuff. And she's talking about how hard she worked, how her dad worked his way out from foreclosure and now he has money, but she doesn't want him to be the one to rescue them. If something comes up, she comes up like you have to have the savings and yada, yada, yada. And her HVAC, she has like two, and if he packs up, he has to be able to cough up like twenty thousand. And Izzy's just uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And he's like, oh, he should be fine. Now the thing that tripped me up was Stacy was like, you know, she likes to travel, she likes to eat at good places. Like, what are his thoughts on paying at restaurants? And Easy said half and half that they both put their cards on there and pay for the meal. And Stacy was like, uh. Thoughts? I,
0: I, this is the problem when you don't date. Because, to be perfectly honest, when you're dating, I'd I, I like to think I'm a feminist, but I'll just throw my card away now. <laughs> the, the first couple dates, at least, he should pay. I can't even get it out because it hurts my soul to say it. But it's true. Am I, am I right? It's true. I mean, then I think it's true. Settled, then you can start doing half and half. Or really, if you're like a normal couple or finances work that way, you should be able to just like you got it this time, I get it next time. You should enter that era. But I would want a, you have to pay for a meal or two. I'm sorry.
1: So I'm not even thinking. I didn't even think about it from a dating aspect. In my mind, they're married because that's what she was asking. Was like, oh, if we go out or whatever. I just think it's awkward to have two cards just dropped in to pay half and half. Like I'm with you. It's just, Oh, I got it. Oh, you got it. Because the assumption is like, you have some kind of financial stuff, but why are we paying half and half? Like that was very strange to me. And I'm like, Oh, Izzy, no, no, no. So to me, Izzy seems intimidated by her finances, but who knows? Maybe he's just happy to be in her presence. He seems to be really into her. Um, Oh, we didn't mention that two of the couples had sex on the honeymoon. Just to put that out there, I just feel like Milton
0: and idea. Lydia and Izzy and Stacy.
1: And that's about all we have left. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they both had sex. I, I did though. find
0: Stacy's money talk to be quite obnoxious. Oh, really? Why? It was like, well, I have money, and my dad has money, and people have tried to take advantage of us because of our money. It was just like money, 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 money. money. I don't disagree that when you get with somebody and you have a life where you enjoy doing things and you're like, you know, you need to have money to do these things with me. Mm -hmm. But she just, for her, I felt like she didn't make her point and make her point. She just went on and on and on and on. And all I kept on hearing was, you're too poor for me. You know that, right?
1: (laughs) Because that's all I was hearing. I think maybe because he wasn't saying anything. And sometimes some people, when there's silence, they just want to fill the silence and she just kept talking. Either that or, like she said, it was an uncomfortable conversation. It's like, hey, I have to get this out of here. Like, she's just trying to fill in what people realize dating in how many months or years or whatever in a couple of days. They have to get married in, like, how many weeks? A week and a half. So I just saw it as her getting it all out there. And I will say this. I mean, I may not dislike her as much as you do, but I'm not really, like, a Stacey fan. But I just kind of saw her point when he came to finances with Izzy. Just getting it off the table. Getting it on... Wait, is it off the table or on the table? Putting um, it on the table.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> and I, I just find there's a difference between putting it
0: on the table and like reciting this tale of like how central money has been to your life.
1: Yeah. So her that delivery... That odd to me. Her delivery was what you...
0: Yeah, a vision, a I did vision. love it.
1: Okay.
0: I also i am going to call myself out here because, as you said, it's an awkward conversation to have. No one gets a chance for a rehearsal, so she was just doing the best she could. But there was something about her view with money that I think is a little bit unhealthy.
1: <laughs> oh. Um, oh, yeah. So Aaliyah and Uche meet. And we've talked about this a little earlier. I'm just like, I can admit, like, for all of Uche's faults, because let, let's let not be confused here. Uche's is at fault. I don't care what it is. He's at fault. But <laughs> um, Aaliyah does lead with her fears. We all have fears, but I don't think, like, you should let your fears rule you or overtake you. And by the way, like, um, I met up with a friend this weekend who said, like, Uche is on the scene. Like he's on the dating scene. Like a bunch of friends and her group of friends, like if you're in a dating app, you're bound to have come across Uche on the, on the dating app. So, I mean, he is known. A person like that though, I'm like,
0: When do you if you're on the apps and you are just constantly dating all the time, yeah. Is it that you don't know what you're looking for? Um, are you Like what, why are you looking all the time? Like, how can you be known on the dating scene where everyone's like, yep, I've been on a date with him. (laughs) What is he he looking for that he has not found?
1: I always say I didn't get the opportunity to use the apps, but I, I, I wonder if it can get addicting. Like the same way you get addicted to scrolling on social media, Do you get addicted to just like swipe, 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 or being there or feeling like you're wanted and just that feeling becomes a high and you just want to, you get used to the chase but never wanting to settle down. So maybe that's where he is. But listen, this is my analysis of Uche. Uche is, y'all don't come for me, but it is what it is. The typical Nigerian guy, who thinks that they have it made? I have a nice car. I have a nice house. I am the prize. Like no matter what my flaws are, I am in demand. Their men outnumber women, so no matter what happens, and then they think of themselves as a good guy. I think that's the worst part. Like they have all these flaws and all these things that they need to work on, and this goes for other men too. I I, I just use that because I'm that's who I'm more familiar with, and. Instead of working on that, they just think, like, you should just be grateful that you have this good guy. You don't have to worry about money. You don't have to worry about that and this because I'm, you know, made and all that kind of stuff. So there's an arrogance that he possesses that I think comes up when he has a conversation. Anytime he has a conversation with Aaliyah.
0: And I have to wonder, is this uh, exclusive to Aaliyah or with everybody else? And I'm going to go with everybody. Yeah. I don't think his conversation with Aaliyah was bad. I mean, technically, she broke up with him. <laughs> she sure did leave. Um, yeah. She basically tells him, like, I still love you. I still want to be with you. Da, 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 and he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And I do think that's a legitimate reaction to have to somebody who, like, left, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't address your relationship. Kind of, like, left, you know, without saying anything to you. Um, I-, I thought yeah. that was a logical reaction.
1: It is. It's just that when things come out of Uche's mouth, it just comes out different because again, it came off as lecturing, condescending, whichever adjective it's going to be. Like I hear what he's saying when he was telling her, like, I didn't want to badmouth your friend because I know you did this and you left because of girl, but Uche doesn't recognize that he doesn't create a safe space. There's a thing I read that the more than anything what women crave in a relationship even more than love is security like just feeling safe and knowing that I'm with someone who makes me feel safe and that Uche is so far from that and she already has a bad experience so the he has a good reason yes because she gave up on him or whatever he said but then he came up with his parents that they've been together for so long and they didn't give up. And like say what you need to say without comparing someone because we also know of marriages of endurance where, yeah, they might've stuck through stuff, but that doesn't mean for everything that goes on, everybody should suffer through whatever it is just because so we can say, oh, we've been together 48 years. Like say what you need to say without comparing her to somebody else because you're just making her feel worse. And if it really was about them, why was he sharing? And he knew that he didn't want to be with her anyways. Why was he sharing all these things about Lydia? That's, that, Uche is messy. And that will
0: continue. That will continue because that okay. was weird. <laughs> of was all like, the <laughs> topics to talk about when it came to Lydia, what Lydia did at the end of their relationship I felt like maybe he was saying that to, like, make her understand. Lydia was never a reliable source for information about
1: me, I think is where yeah. he was going with that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I get it. But here's the thing. If everything he's saying is true, like, she invaded his privacy um, and all of the stuff. Oh, and then he says that he... Aaliyah is the one, actually, who says that they found out that she knew that he was applying for the show. So that's why she applied to to be there on here. I don't care. Everything that you're saying, Uche seems to leave things out. You knew all this about her and you still slept with her. Again, three months ago. What does that say about you? Why are you skipping that part? You know? So as much as I low-key maybe wanted them to work it out, I'm like, this is too much. The relationship hasn't even got off ground and you've been through all that and if what Uche is saying is true where Aaliyah left then blocked him on IG, then unblocked and then blocked him again and then (laughs) blocked his phone. Okay, she's emotionally fragile and it's too inconsistent. Like she just needs to heal and just be in a good headspace to be able to receive you know, someone you, they don't need it looks like they're not compatible. Just let it be and let it go. I really wish she didn't tell him I would still want to be with you. I really wish she didn't say that. I didn't mind it. I felt like this is your last chance,
0: girl. You got to give it everything you got. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you didn't leave anything on the table.
3: Yeah,
1: eh, I guess. So, yeah. Um, Izzy and Stacey have a fight. <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> they have a fight because it's very interesting. I go back and forth. She's going through his apartment and he has a drawer and he has a drawer that has, it's a lost and found, it's a lost and found drawer of things, people he has slept with left behind and he just keeps it there and he doesn't know who it is. And Stacy's like, who has it? Like, who does it belong to? And he's like, I don't know. And then they get into a fight because Stacy's is just like, why would you keep it? You know I'm coming over. You know you're going to get married to me. We're engaged. What is the point of keeping it? Izzy is like, I don't want to present a fake apartment to you. I want you to see me in all my glory. And this is what <laughs> I used to do. So I kept it. And I'm not sure I knew. I think I'm on Stacy's side, but I would like to hear what your thoughts are on that was cuz i don't think he's completely his explanation is not so far fetched
0: his explanations is a little nonsense ah! um cuz this is the thing they walk into the apartment i'm so proud of this man i'm like and he basically says it like i knew there were going to be cameras in my house it isn't I, I thought i was interested to hear that he had been there the day before and he had prepared his apartment for her to come and tour it and he had done an excellent job of having an apartment that looks like a grown-up's apartment. I like word art, okay? I know people hate on it, but I like it, so I liked it at Izzy's house. You went to all the trouble to make your house look nice, and you couldn't get rid of your lost and found drawer? I was on Stacy's side with that.
1: Yeah. What was the purpose I, of keeping it? There was no purpose, but I don't particularly think it was entirely nonsense for him to be like remember they didn't date so he's just like this is the kind of person I am the person who kept lost and found did she need to know that tidbit no but in his head he was just like again rushing an 8 month course into 2 weeks like this is just the kind of person that I am so (laughs) but yeah if I had to pick I think I would go with Stacy um I don't know why this man doesn't have dishes or silverware or glasses?
0: <laughs> I. I. This is what I mean by I don't like Stacey. Should a person have, like I said, he's a grown up with a very nice apartment. Should he have plates or whatever? The amount of time she spent talking about it, just silly, in my opinion. Like, it's a yeah. joke. Make fun
1: of him, haha, ha, and then move on. Yeah. I liked how he said, So is that a deal breaker? Like, okay (laughs) it is what it is now so what are you gonna do about that or anything um but she got really upset about the whole lost and found thing right
0: she did i kind of i mean i think that's my thing with stacy and maybe it's a function of being on tv whenever she has a good point she loses it by never stopping to talk like just keep on going never stopping Like, you've made your point. The man doesn't agree with you. You just kept going and going and going and going. And by the end of it, I was like, why are you still
1: talking about this? But am I forgetting something? What got her so upset that she had to walk outside the door? Just the fact that he couldn't see her point or?
0: Uh, Correct. He couldn't see her point about the lost and found.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I think he won points because he followed her and just hugged her and just said, like, if you think that I'm going to leave because of this, I'm not. I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going to be by your side. So I thought that gave him points. I really liked that he did that. But I think there might be a good the fact that Izzy and Stacy might be our hope this season. Mind blown. I just I don't I don't know what to do with that information. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're most <laughs> likely
1: to make it. <laughs> um. Izzy meets her family. I don't think I realize how different their backgrounds were.
0: I didn't know. This is what came through on these past couple episodes. It's
1: like, yeah, she's rich and he's not. Yeah. And like, she likes nice things. She likes to travel. This man just got a passport. He had a dream vacation. His dream places are New York and California. And, oh go ahead. I don't mind
0: that she loves to travel. I also love to travel. I also, like, if I'm going to be with somebody, you're going to have to have money to travel because that's what I plan to be doing. That said, I really didn't appreciate what I felt like was her family's snobbery about, you just got a passport? You've never been to New York? Like, check your privilege, okay? Like, I didn't like the way they spoke to him about it.
1: Yeah. that's felt It was, and that's why I was like, didn't realize how different their backgrounds were because i don't know what it's one thing you can like to travel that doesn't mean everybody must like to travel it's not a prerogative or some like must have that everyone has he hasn't he hasn't say it and be like oh you got your passport that's good looks like you're ready to travel the world like what is the whole you've never been, you've never, blah, 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 blah. now that being said, I get that their point was to, was to say like, Hey, this is something that's important to her. So it's going to be like, are you willing to do it? And you know, are you going to be able to afford to do it? That really was the real question. Like, let's be honest. So it's funny how the whole scene, her dad said nothing. Her dad absolutely said nothing. And I was like, I wonder what he's thinking. And when they had that conversation outside, he's just like, her dad seemed like a reasonable guy. Like, I don't think like he, he spoke respectfully, I think, to Izzy. And was just like, you know, if push comes to shove, I will pay. But I'm sure that's not what any of us want. And that's how we find out that Izzy is starting a new career. It sounds like he's going to be an insurance sales guy. Um, and he says there's a lot of potential, he's gonna make a lot of money, and he's so excited, like, you know, to make all that money and to be able to do all the things that he couldn't do. So I mean there's a little bit of hope there. Like he didn't seem intimidated. I think he said that actually. Because I thought he was intimidated, but he said, Um, I'm not, like I think we're gonna be good.
0: Uh he's really optimistic about his new career, and I really like that for him. Because you know what? You can make a lot of money selling insurance. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> look look at Vicky, Koto insurance.
0: <laughs> and he believes in himself, which is like the number one thing you need to have when you're about to go into sales, which he's already been in sales, which is why he believes in himself. But he is yeah. starting something new. And I don't yeah. know if Stacy is willing to be patient, willing to go on the ride with him. She just wants to make sure that she can get her trips in and that he has money to pay for dates and trips. That's what I was hearing. That's how I was yeah. interpreting what she was saying.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think they're going to be fine, to be honest.
1: <laughs> I actually think they're the only ones that are going to get married. For now. I haven't seen, we haven't seen the other episodes, but I think, yeah. So we have a group meetup. I don't know where, was this at the shared apartment? Like a, It looked
0: like the party room in the shared apartment.
1: The shared apartment. And if it wasn't
0: oh. their apartment, it was some other apartment. It looked yeah. really nice.
1: Yeah. I mean, the one thing I'll give Houston, they are nice apartments there. So um so everyone's the gang's back, including the singles. They have that one guy, I can't remember his name, who said that if he had a daughter, he would want her, he would want her to marry JP, that he's Captain America. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you watched it, if you know, you know. Um, and he pretty much was just like Whatever happened, it was Taylor's fault. And I'm like, you weren't even there, dude. So what are you talking about? Anyway, Stacy confirmed that um, Johnny was shit talking her. I didn't know that she knew that she was shit talking her. Um, but when they all come in, Miriam shows well, up. Well, oh, sorry, sorry.
0: Do you remember when Johnny was like, I just know that Izzy and Stacy won't be good together because she's uh-huh. this and she's that. Uh-huh. I don't see I was like, is that what she means by shit talking? Because I was like, I mean, it wasn't kind and it wasn't nice, and she probably should have said it. But I don't know if I would call that shit talking.
1: I called it shit talking, but I also think there's stuff that was cut off from editing. Because okay. she wasn't really like in close proximity. So I think more must have been said or something came back to her. But yeah. Because if I, and later, even later on, I think Johnny was like, Oh, I had a weak moment, blah, 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 blah. Um, anyway, we find out that Chris and Johnny got back together. And I think I was like, shame, shame. You said it, Aid. Being a second option is never a good idea.
0: And also shame, shame on the show for not adding them to the rotation. If you could add Zach and Bliss to the rotation after they didn't do anything in the pods, then you can add Chris and Johnny so that you have a show.
1: Do you think they wanted to get married, though, or date?
0: Uh, that's a good question. I guess you have to Is be like, like we're gonna get married to be back on the show.
1: Yeah, because I think maybe that was the issue. But also, you know, if you could get footage of Aliyah and Uche sitting down, they really could have got footage of Johnny and Chris. Somebody should have had a phone camera at the airport. They said it all happened at the airport. Like just be with them as they see each other or just be with them afterwards, make up a conversation. Again, production, I don't know what's happening. But um, Johnny and Izzy have a conversation that I think people are split on. They have a conversation where Izzy is going on and on, basically just implying that I'm glad I didn't end up with you because you're a liar. (laughs) And you said this, you said different things. And Johnny is just like saying that she did not say that. And I don't know, she did lie from what I watched because something like this happens and I start questioning my memory, but She did tell two of them different things. And by the time I think Izzy should have just let it go. Maybe Stacy's rubbing off on him because he, by the time he got to the part where should I give you an advice moving forward a piece of advice moving forward? I'm like, Izzy, you don't have to you're engaged. Let it go. I didn't even think they needed to have a conversation. I'm not even going to lie. So it became really awkward. I think Izzy lost the upper hand at some point point but by the time the conversation got back to Chris through Johnny's tears she told him a completely different thing so maybe the girl is just a liar
0: <laughs> um i didn't that's funny i didn't interpret her as it being a completely different thing i
1: just feel like she took the highlights of the worst parts <laughs> is that different or the same oh um, i think she embellished she said he basically told me I'm a piece of shit and nobody wants to be with me and nobody this, this, that. And then she started with the tears and then he made it seem like Easy just got there and said like all this, like he said not kind things, but they weren't like awful the way she made it seem. To me. I think she also
0: read his intentions. Okay. In the sense that there was nothing positive about what he was saying. And I think she mm-hmm. had the right to be as upset as she was
1: okay i can i can i can equate to that it's just maybe because i'm not a fan of hers but um yes i just think it was pointless was easy easy you're right easy was trying to make her feel like a piece of shit shit and and what would be like you said why (laughs) she's not your (laughs) problem anymore (laughs) oh so but i mean chris took it in stride. chris is like it doesn't matter All that stuff. Like, we're together and that's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I am very curious to see if Chris and Johnny survive when they're re-watching the show. So That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> so we'll see. During the reunion. Um, Lydia and Uche. Uche shows up. Uche goes to Lydia and says, Can we talk? And <laughs> to Lydia, Lydia's like, uh, I don't really want to, but okay, we must. And then they go have a conversation that devolves the very minute they sit down. Because to answer your question, Uche talks to everyone like they're less than. And he starts like he's interrogating her and skips completely. The summary of the whole thing is Uche was basically two-timing her. I don't know if they were in an official relationship, but he was seeing someone else. And... She confronted him about it, but Uche skips the entire part of what he did and is going on about her invading his privacy and wondering why she asked the question, which I guess was like, are you seeing X, Y, Z? And this man thinks that it is a good look to show her that people are screenshotting that she's looking at the stories. And Aid, I really wish she would have been like, and? We all do that. You think someone, someone that, someone you're with, like someone you go through the stories. It's like the hand, the handbook. It's the rule. What is the big deal? Who are these losers that are screenshotting and sending it to him anyways? I just really wish you could have been like, okay, so what's the big deal? I looked at their stories, and? Uh,
0: um, I'm with you, and this is what, I, what really confused me about that conversation. I was confused as to why, if Uche was going to sit down with Lydia in the context of everything that's happened, why he chose to focus on the end of their relationship instead of being like, what did you tell Aaliyah? What yeah. did you and Aaliyah talk about? Why yep. did you interfere with my relationship with Aaliyah? That's not what he asked. He yep. wanted to relitigate the end of their relationship, and that I did not understand.
1: Because Uche fancies himself a good guy, and he just wants to come off like, oh, I'm a good guy. I didn't do this. She made me. He, Uche is the quintessential why did you break up with her? She was crazy. You're going to skip everything else that you did and just go like, she was crazy. Again, not saying that Lydia is not without fault. She probably did something, but I just feel like if you're going to tell the story, say it in full. And I think that was Lydia's point too, because Lydia is still in her way, trying to protect him. Because I think at some point she turned to the camera and was like, do you want me to say everything that happened? Like, are you skipping that? And then he just kept saying, no, let's not do that. And kept yelling and it just was a hot mess. Again, Milton, nowhere to be found.
0: <laughs> Poor Milton is in the bathroom, which he tells us multiple times. Not, not even I was in the bathroom. This man is like, I was at the urinal, okay? I was <laughs> peeing, okay? He says that to everybody when he comes back, and they're like, where were you? And he says that to Uche when he, <laughs> or Lydia, when she's like, where were you? Um, Milton is so unbothered. Um, Milton is like, we got to leave in 10 minutes, which I thought was a lie, but I'm like, this is, don't even tell me Milton's 24. That's some partnership right there. He's like, okay, if you guys need to talk for 10 minutes, I've got you an out. You can take it if you need it.
1: That is partnership. I actually thought that he was maybe a little annoyed that he said we need to go. And she said, no, let me finish this conversation. Uh-huh. I couldn't tell, but I thought he was annoyed. And it, another another uh, proof, again, that Uche talks to everyone like that, he said, oh, let's wrap this up and get to the point since you allegedly have to leave in 10 minutes or whatever. I'm like, you're so rude. So rude. So? Um,
0: Lydia, I don't even remember how this ended. Lydia lose, lost her shit. That part I remember.
1: Yeah. She did. That was it. She just walked away and she just said, Milton, let's go. And then Uche just sat there trying to yell and was like, oh, you don't even want to have a conversation. And I can't remember if it was the preview for next week where Uche is trying to tell Milton all of the things that she did. But again, if you've made your decision, why are you trying to wreak havoc on somebody else's really Like, let this girl go. Like, Aaliyah's gone. Lydia's out of your life. Like, just go. And the funny like, Lydia's not really, like talking about uche anymore (laughs) to her credit that we see that we see okay that we see so i don't know like at this point even if you say it's producer driven they can't force you to film and say the words that are coming out of your mouth you are choosing to do it so to what end i just want to know like
0: i just want to hear lydia's point of view on her interactions with Aaliyah. And it's not because I don't think that we don't know what happened. I think we know what happened. But I want to hear what she thinks happened. Mm. Because the way Leah is telling this story, the reason why she left and everything is because of Lydia. And I think Lydia deserves the opportunity to say, like, yes, I did, or no, I didn't.
1: We'll find out at the reunion. Unless they tell us, like, Uche declined to be at the reunion.
0: Uh, I think everybody's coming to the reunion.
1: Okay. I, I think they're all then. coming to the reunion. Do you think these people are going to have an after the altar?
0: Oh, Lord. I, if they do, I, I won't be watching it. Because they are going to have one, because they always have one. But I'm sorry, I can't. I'll, I'll be busy that day. <laughs>
1: Anything else you want to add? Um,
0: no. Okay. I am looking forward to seeing what happens, even though we don't have very many couples. Like I said, I did not, I mean, yes, there were parts of it that I either found boring or weren't paying attention to, because I don't know what happened on the honeymoon. Um, But other than that, I would say that this is not a season for the romantics, but the drama to me is delivering. Tane does not agree but we don't, you don't need to say it
1: it's okay. I, su- I support you 8 in whatever I will what did you call it? Good partnering I will partner with you
0: <laughs> and on that note these good partners are signing off
1: bye guys bye